Welcome to the Practical Growth Podcast. I'm your host, E.B. Johnson, top writer on Medium.com, published author, and master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming. You've landed on the podcast that takes you on a journey into the heart of relationships and self-discovery. This is a must-listen for those who are ready to overcome their toxic relationships and their toxic patterns. You can expect real talk, practical guidance, and raw and relatable guests that you'll be talking about for weeks. Let's get into it. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Practical Growth Podcast. I am your host, E.B. Johnson, toxic relationships expert, top writer at Medium, and master practitioner of neuro-linguistic programming. We're back with another episode, and this week, you guys are going to love it. We're talking attraction. What is attraction? How does it work scientifically? Is it all about beauty? What makes us attractive? What do we find attractive? Um, and how can we increase our attractiveness to find that perfect partner that we've been looking for? Um, this is a great episode if you're in that kind of strange dating in between. So if you're ready to be a more attractive option to figure out what you're really attracted to, or you just want to find out more about the science of um, attraction beyond face symmetry and Brad Pitt, then this is the episode for you. Just a quick reminder before we get started, the final round of applications for my one-on-one coaching program are open now. This is the last group of coaching that I'm going to be doing in 2021. So if you want to make sure that you're set up to go into the new year on the right foot, you need to apply now. Spots are limited and they are already filling up. So make sure you head over to therealebjohnson.com and you can find out what it's like to work with me and you can also find the application. Next year doesn't have to be the way this year was. You can have stronger relationships with yourself, your partner, your friends, your family. You can self-actualize and you can regulate your emotions and have a happier, more resilient life. But it has to start with you and it has to start with a choice. So head on over to my website, therealebjohnson.com, and you can find out more about what it's like to work with me. And you can also find the application and turn your life around for the better. Let's get into it. You know, attraction is such a big part of our relationships, and it is a core component. We need to be attracted to the people that we have around us, right? It makes sense. On a relationship level, yeah, we get it. But like even on a friendship level, you have to be truly drawn to someone for a solid, concrete, valid reason in order for you to be interested to keep it going. And then when you have that relationship, that attraction is a key component of keeping things together, keeping you focused on each other, compassionate and kind when you're being tested and challenged. When we're attracted to our romantic partners, we're more likely to overlook shortcomings, we're more likely to reach for compromise, and we're more likely to avoid conflict or find mutually beneficial ways of resolving that conflict. It's a bonding factor. But like so many of us have just come to accept this idea that attraction is a purely physical, purely superficial thing. And that's understandable because we live in this youth obsessed culture that really, really focuses on this superficial skin deep level of beauty, which just 
according to it, vanishes magically and mystically at the age of 30. But that's that's not a really accurate picture of attraction at all, especially because it's such a wide and such a varied thing. But what's probably really interesting about attraction is that it's not just this like superficial thing. It's scientific. There's a scientific basis behind why you get attracted to somebody uh, and very little of it actually has to do with how they look physically, right? Sure, that's a component. And for some people that matters more than others. But we all have different standards of what we're attracted to physically and what we find physically beautiful or sexually arousing. So, you know, that's something that's going to vary widely. And science has honed in on this. And when it comes down to actually being attracted to someone, there are five key components. And one of them is physical, it's beauty, but it's so small in comparison to the other portions. So the kind of first foundation of being attracted to someone is arousal. Now, this is not just sexual arousal, okay? Arousal can be a sexual thing, but it's not just a sexual thing. This is non-sexual arousal, and it's more like brain stimulation. It's someone who, like, inspires us. They might motivate us. They make us curious. They have a bit of an enigma or some mystery. They draw us in. There's a gravity to them. It can be their personality, their drive, their accomplishments, their charisma. But it's this arousal factor, and that's what kind of lights the match, that kind of sets that spark and the tone for this relationship that you're going to pursue. The second foundation of attraction, according to science, is personal similarities. Okay, so even before you're you might have you might have noticed physical beauty to them or something like that. But when you start to find out that this person, they like the same music or they grew up in the same place you grew up or they've traveled the same places you've traveled. Okay, all of these personal similarities, they're transcendent to physical beauty and appearance again, right? So we see this this idea that attraction is only based on looks. It's slipping down to the bottom here. So this number two, personal similarities. It's including things like your overall life goals. You have the same ambitions. You have the same desire for life. All of that is super, super attractive. And you might think that you have a physical type, but if you meet someone and you click on that deeper level and you want all the same things from life, that is going to outweigh that physical appearance. Now, the third foundation or component of physical attraction or just being attracted to someone is actually average proximity. It's is someone physically an option? Are they there? Are they close enough to give you the kind of attention that you want? The more often that you're exposed to someone as well, you keep running into them in the same friend groups and you realize you like a lot of the same things. It's circular. It's an exposure effect. And it could signal that you're going to be more likely to be attracted to someone because they're an easier option. The fourth foundation of attraction being attracted is reciprocal feelings. Yeah, it really is that simple. You are far more likely to be attracted to someone when you find out that they're attracted to you or that they're open to the idea of you. Again, it's kind of like this physical proximity. It kind of sends a cue to your brain of, oh, this person is an option. And not only are they an option, but it's an option that I may not have to struggle for, get punished for, um, suffer for. And that is very, very attractive, especially if you are someone who's done a lot of healing and you realize that someone is balanced and they fit and you're not going to have to work. That is very, very attractive. All the way down at the bottom of the list, according to science, we have beauty, physical attraction, 
Um, although our society has come to like really, really, really dwell on this as being the number one part of attraction, that's not really true. Um, it came in last. Um, yes, it is um, a part of you being attracted, but it differs from person to person. It differs from generation to generation. It's way past the outward exterior as well, and it includes less tangible parts of our personality. So, like, for instance, um, someone may not look like Brad Pitt, but they may have this outlook on life that's so positive and it's so big and so beautiful that it just makes them beautiful. They could be so kind that you couldn't help but just, like, melting for them. Um, there's, there's this kind of light and this charisma within some people that makes them beautiful, even if they don't necessarily meet whatever today or tomorrow's superficial youth obsessed physical standard of beauty is for that moment and that trend. Because so many of us um, really have this misunderstanding of what attraction is and how it works and what it looks like in our lives. A lot of us can find ourselves ending up with these warped relationships. Like, it's a big part of why we end up in these partnerships that don't match. You have to be attracted to the people that you invest in, okay? If you're not, you end up resenting them. You end up resenting yourself because you're like, why am I sitting here wasting my time and energy? And I don't even, this person repels me. You know, the longer you stay in those kinds of relationships, you end up disillusioned. You end up fighting all the time with your partner, you know, and worse than all, you end up cheating. You end up straying outside of the relationship to get something that you want. Okay. Attraction is so, so important and it's got to be understood from every angle and it's got to be kind of nurtured and maintained in these relationships that we build. It is a massive bonding agent. It's a massive component of maintaining that love and that passion and that spark. So we have to focus on what true attraction looks like in our relationships and what it looks like within us. How can we make ourselves more attractive partners, more attractive options to the people that we care for? I have had so many clients who have worked with me over the last few years who have really struggled when it comes to this idea of attraction. They've maybe been alone and been through a bunch of turbulent relationships and had their self-esteem battered. And they really come to this kind of self-loathing, self-sabotaging place. And they don't even remember who they are anymore. And they're like, EP, I, I just don't understand. I'm doing everything right. I run all the time. My body's better than it's ever been. I have the successful career. Why am I not attracting the right partners? Why am I attracting all these toxic people or all these leeches and these kind of parasitic partners? I just don't understand. It's because you don't have any idea what someone actually wants. You you don't even know what you want. You've just gotten an article off the internet or you read some book that Oprah told you to read and now you think that you've got this blueprint for making yourself an attractive partner and it's just not realistic, right? It doesn't matter if you've got 27 abs and a Ferrari in the driveway. If you've got no personality, you've got horrible self-esteem, you self-sabotage and you are doing everything you can to like just be a miserable soul suck of a person with no hobbies or interests. Yeah, that person's not actually attractive. So you need to understand what actually makes you an attractive partner. And that is what we are going to get into right now. 
attraction. How do we do it? How do we make ourselves more attractive? Okay, you're let's say you're single, you're dating, you're going through the hamster wheel, nothing's working. How can you make yourself a more attractive option? First and foremost, it's a game of authenticity. It is a game of authenticity. If you are not being your authentic self, you're not going to attract the right partners. You're not going to attract authentic partners, okay? You need to be your weird, quirky, imaginative self, okay? You need, you have to stop, you know, as they say, hiding the light under a bushel. You've got to step out and be who you were supposed to be so that you can attract people that A, fit that, complement that, and also are actually themselves. Because we don't want to attract, you know, people who are lost, people who are pretending to be something they're not. Authenticity attracts authenticity. So first and foremost, you got to figure out who you are and what you want from your life. This next one is a bit of a doozy. And this next one is one that my clients always have a bit of a revelation with. And that is, you got to heal. If you want to be attractive to someone, you really have to heal, you got to get rid of all your emotional baggage and that heaviness. You got to stop self sabotaging and be confident in who you are and the life you're creating for yourself. Okay? No one wants a mess. You don't want to invite any more messes into your life. You don't want to attract that. So why would someone else be attracted to that? You got to heal. You got to get past your people pleasing. You've got these compulsive insecurities. All of that needs to be addressed so that you can come to the table the best possible version of yourself so that you can come to the table and attract the best possible partner for you and the future that you're building. Number three, what do you think, folks? Is this the point I'm going to tell you to uh, get out those joggers and get a bunch of plastic surgery? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Um, If you want to be more attractive, you got to stop taking everything so seriously. Oh, yeah, you heard me. You got to stop taking everything so seriously. You have to stop marching into every relationship like it's the final battle scene from Braveheart. Okay? Have fun. Relationships are meant to be, you know, they complement our life. So they should be fun. It's like an ornament on a Christmas tree. That's how we have to view our relationships. It's a part of the whole picture of our lives. It can be big and beautiful and flashy, but at the end of the day, it's just another part of the decor. It's another part of that beautiful package that we've created for ourselves. Okay, so have fun with it. You know, you don't have to go into every relationship thinking this is going to be it. We will be together for 70 years and we will write each other letters through our dementia. That's not realistic. Okay, so just have fun. Some relationships are for a season and then they inform us and teach us what we really want from those relationships that we ride off into the sunset with. Oh, man, I could write a book on this one, folks. I could really write a book on this one. The fourth part of uh, making yourself a more attractive partner, a more attractive friend, hell, even a more attractive business option, you got to practice integrity. You got to do the right thing. And that's not to say that you go to Africa on a mission trip and then post about it for 14 days and tell everyone all the work you did. No, it just means that In that moment, in the real moment, you see someone drop their wallet, you pass a guy on the street and you have 50 cents in your pocket, you do the right thing. You know, if you get something wrong, you stand up and say, yeah, 
I made a mistake. What can I do to not make that mistake again? You take responsibility for your life. You take responsibility for your own happiness. Okay. Accountability is a part of integrity. And when you live in line with that integrity and you do the right thing by yourself and for yourself day in and day out, you attract partners who do the same. And imagine that. Imagine if you had a partner with integrity who always did the right thing. We'll be right back after this quick break. Hey, friends. Welcome to Tea with TJ, where every sip brings you closer to insightful conversations and delightful discoveries. Join me every Wednesday as I navigate through topics ranging from culture, creativity, personal growth, all over a soothing cup of tea. Relax, unwind, and expand your mind with Tea with TJ. Subscribe now on all your favorite podcast platforms and brew up some wisdom with me. And remember, be kind, keep sipping, and I'll see you next week. Who didn't hide things, who didn't, you know, force you to question yourself and your relationship with them because you knew that they were a good person and they were always going to do the right thing. Okay, you have to be what you want to attract. That's ultimately what what, what I'm getting at here. Okay, so that fourth part, you got to practice integrity. If you want to partner with integrity, you have to be a partner with integrity. Number five is my favorite. I will confess that. And it might be because five is my lucky number. I don't know. But the fifth part of making yourself, you know, an attractive partner, an attractive friend again, even an attractive business partner is meeting your own needs, having an ability to meet your own needs. That's right. You can make yourself happy. You can make your own money. You can stand on your own emotionally. You're not afraid to be adventurous on your own and explore things. This is attractive. We find this attractive in other people. We find independence and stability materially, emotionally, physically. We find all of those things attractive in other people guess what? It's attractive in us too. Okay. It doesn't matter. Male, female, whatever. Women, men like independent women. They do. They do like women who can care for themselves and who can stand on their own and not get crushed by the hardships and the chaos. Okay. So this applies for everyone. You need to be meeting your own needs. Stop confusing your worth with the needs of other people. Invest in quality self-care. Look after yourself. Feel confident on your own. Complete yourself. Don't expect anyone else to make you happy or to hand you that future that you want so badly, right? That's not your partner's responsibility. It's not your friend's responsibility. Your family passed a certain point. It's not their responsibility either. You're the only one who can make yourself happy. So meet your own needs. Do it. Don't expect someone else to take care of you. Oh, number six is a big one. And this is, I think, probably what most people find the hardest when it comes to being a more attractive person and in general, and that is finding confidence. You have to have confidence in yourself and your life to be attractive. Really think about it. Think about the most confident person you've ever been around, especially if it was, you know, someone close to your age or someone that you knew was a single viable romantic option you know, that confidence, it's almost an aphrodisiac. It draws us in. It's a charisma. It's a magnetism. 
it, and the reason that it is is because it makes us feel calm. It makes us feel steady. It makes us feel secure. When we feel like there's someone in the room who knows what the heck's going on, it makes us feel safe. You know, it makes us feel like, okay, listen, I may not, you know, know where the fire exit is, but that guy does. That's attractive. So get proactive. Stop waiting for a partner to waltz in your life and make you feel good about yourself. It's not going to happen. Identify your strengths. Use them to bolster your courage. Do things that you're good at. Okay. And then once you're on that high, look at your weaknesses and embrace them and see them as the whole picture of who you are as this like beautiful, you know, wonderful person. That self-acceptance is that foundation to confidence. And once you have that confidence, you're one heck of an attractive option. All right. Now, the seventh and final piece of the making yourself attractive puzzle. Get out your pencils if you haven't already. Uncovering true happiness for yourself. Yes, you need to be happy whole and self-actualized to make yourself an enticing and irresistible option to others. Yeah, we like confident people. We like people that know what they're doing and people who are fun and easygoing. But we also like people who are happy. I mean, do you really want to buckle in and get down with someone who is just miserable, soul-sucking, that kind of black hole of grief and upset? Of course you don't. Of course you don't. And I always tell my clients, like, think of it, think of it like this, right? Think about your happiness in a relationship like this. Think back to a time when you were young and your parents asked you to do chores or something that you didn't want to do. Okay. So they asked you to clean the whole house. Now, imagine you did all of that and you fell asleep on the couch. And when you woke up, your parents had trashed the house. They trashed it. They completely trashed it. And then they said, clean this up. Expecting someone else to make us happy is a very similar thing. You're asking someone to clean up your mess, like something that's 100% your mess. It's not fair and it's not going to happen. You're going to end up with resentments and fights and cheating and all other kinds of messes. You're going to end up on the phone with me getting coached through the mess. So let's avoid it all together and let's focus on building a happy life for yourself. And allowing your partner, again, to be that Christmas tree ornament that complements this beautiful picture you've built for yourself. And that's it. That's how we make ourselves more attractive. Okay? We make ourselves more confident. We make ourselves secure and stable and happy on our own terms. We identify exactly what we want. We live authentically. And then the right person comes in. And compliments that. They help us make that better. That's what a relationship is. It's like a nice little flavor sauce, right? A little flavor packet. It makes things better. But you're the only one who can put together the core ingredients of the recipe and mix together that tasty little base that you then turn into that tasty little shake. Okay? And that's how we have to learn to look at attraction and our relationship. So let's recap. What have we learned We've learned that attraction is a super important bonding quality in our relationships, right? It helps us to overcome romantic adversity and stay focused on our goals and objectives and treat one another with kindness when life gets tough. And that applies to your romantic relationships and even your friendships, etc. But attraction does not just come down to this like physical standard. We have this youth obsessed society and culture, and it's kind of given us this skin deep idea of what beauty is, but 
beauty is not just physical attraction. There are a lot of components and science has told us this, you know, and make sure you go to the description after this episode. I've got lots of links in there for you where you can kind of deep dive into this. But true attraction comes down to being a physical option. You got to be in the room. Okay, you got to be nearby. It also comes down to arousal. You got to be interesting. You got to spark that little kind of curiosity in someone. The physical component of attraction is very low down the list. It's very, it's like actually the last thing that's really important. If you find someone with a ton of personal similarities, the same life goals, that is what's going to draw you together, that authentic connection. And that's what's going to make the long standing relationship that you've actually been dreaming of. Let's recap what makes us attractive. It's not just having the Botox and the implants and the 27 abs and, you know, the tight little body. It's not. It's not. If you want to be attractive, you need to be authentic. You need to be confident in who you are. You need to have a life that's defined on your terms and you need to be stable within it. You must be able to meet your own needs. You must know what those needs are. You must not expect your partner to give you happiness. Okay? Being physically beautiful doesn't matter doesn't matter. Everyone has different standards of physical beauty and those change once you get to know someone's personality. So stop fooling yourself. Being the perfect attractive option to someone is not a matter of fitting into a certain size. It is a matter of being yourself and living a life that's worth someone else coming into. It's about cleaning up your messes, being whole and not needing someone else to carry all that emotional baggage for you. And that is all for this week's episode of the Practical Growth Podcast. I want to thank each and every one of you for being along this week. I hope this has provided some clarity on the way you've been feeling and the experiences that you've been having in your life. If you enjoyed the podcast, then why not head over to Apple Podcasts and leave me a five-star review. I'm currently giving a free ebook to everyone who leaves a five-star review. So if you'd like to be in, all you have to do is head to Apple Podcasts, leave a quick five-star review, screenshot that, and send it to me. Then you'll have your free ebook. It'll be right there on the way to you. This is also a quick reminder that spots are closing for my eight week signature coaching program. So if you're interested in really turning your life around and making an absolute transformation to your relationships and yourself, this is the chance. Head on over to my website, therealebjohnson.com, and you'll be able to apply. We can change your life for the better and we can do it together. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.